It's Monday. It's September 21st. And the word of the day is gymnophoria, which means the sensation that someone is mentally undressing you. Used in a sentence, I personally managed to avoid gymnophoria using a strict dietary regimen of bacon and cheese. I'd like to think my discretion deserves at least a little bit of the credit. I'm no illusions. <laughs> I'm Heath Enright, and broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On episode 26, Eli Bosnick joins us to break down the second of what they're swearing are the GOP primary debates. CNN realizes they should have gone with Vince McMahon instead of Jake Tapper. We'll find out if Scott Walker was able to defeat Nitro and break through and conquer. <laughs> and it'll sound like we think drug addiction fatalities are funny, but we won't really feel that way. We don't. Promise. We really don't. But first, the spot where the roundup would be if this wasn't a special GOP debate edition. The Grand Old Party held the second in their series of primary debates last week at the Ronald Reagan Library in Simi Valley, California. This time around, the event was hosted by CNN and moderated by anchorman Jake Tapper, although it was hard to tell because they opted for the disorganized shit show debate format. They did. Kind of like Oxford, but the opposite. Joining me to help figure out what the fuck happened is, of course, No Illusions. Noah, good evening. And a very good evening to you, sir. Thank you. And we also have newly announced 2016 presidential candidate, who is probably outpolling Rand Paul by now, Eli Bosnick. Eli, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's, it's, uh, I just want to, I, I haven't gotten the concession phone call from Rand Paul yet, <laughs> but, um, his number's already blocked in my phone, so oh. it's makes <laughs> Get it all. It could be it. <laughs> Stop telling me about Rand Paul, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get right into it. We had 11 candidates this time on stage after Carly Fiorina got bumped up from the the practice squad to round out the primetime field of 10 that we saw in the first debate. They started out with a brief opening statement, and then we got about three hours of ridiculous, chaotic bickering. Gentlemen, did you enjoy round two as much as round one? Which format did you like better? I really enjoyed round two a lot more, I have to say, because, I, you know, my thought is always, uh, my goal for always Republican debates is, can we make them look terrible? And and indeed we could. We could make them look absolutely insane. If this had broken out into a group fist fight, yeah. where everyone was just rolling around on the ground and pulling at each <laughs> other's hair to be the and purpose, shit, yeah. I would have been like, oh good, some organization is taking place. Really, <laughs> really happy. This is... This was who can be the craziest every moment where I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm about to get bored. Someone would step forward and be like, mm, I would fuck everyone in China if they asked me to. <laughs> well, and, and, and Jake Tapper, like, was the he was like an anti-moderator because like every time something like was in danger of being substantive, he would try to convince somebody to poll Donald Trump's toupee off or something in the middle of his question. Like all the questions were, Hey, uh, did you hear about that shit that that other candidate said about you? Hey, you want to, you want to tell him to go fuck himself right here? Yeah, exactly. All, not only were all of his things like that, I, if any moment he had come forward and just been like, great, our next question is you grab his arms, I'll get his legs. <laughs> we have to win the presidential race. Have to, have to, have to. He, he basically learned moderating from the Jewish mother school of interruption. It's fine. I'm moving on. 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 No one's moving on. It's fine. I'll just sit here. I'll just sit here. It's fine. 
if we have to rent the studio and it's an, it's an extra like $75 million, just so you know, just so you know, I am not paying that. <laughs> I am not paying that. We are on time. <laughs> that was insane. Uh. So uh, did you guys have any first reactions to the candidates when you saw them this time? Um, some of them had a little little trouble. Last well, night. I, I thought it was interesting because they started the whole thing off because they had just had like the, um, the, the, the kids table debate right before that. And they started it off with a big group photo with all of the candidates from both debates together on stage, except Bobby Jindal didn't make it in. And I'm convinced that there was a security guard somewhere checking his ID because he's, you know, let's face it, not white. And he's at a Republican debate. I'm convinced that somebody was checking his green card or something. And that's why he didn't make it on. All right now, Abdul. Now they're gonna take a photo. You need to step back, sir. <laughs> no, it's just it's just a clock I made for science. Class. Right, I'm gonna need you to step back, Mr. Jindal. All right. Topical. Well done. <laughs> also, it was very clear to me that Carly Fiorina had never had to smile that long in her life when they were taking yeah. that photo. Yeah, her face almost shattered into a million pieces yeah, several uh-huh. different times. Exactly. It's weird. I wonder if she had to, like, secretly text fire people under the podium to keep herself going. Just like, <laughs> oh, and you're fired. Sorry, no severance pay. Okay, good, I've got another ten minutes. It's like a sad face, but upside down. It's like a sad face, but upside down. You can do this, Carly. You can do this. Remember how you felt the day your daughter died? <laughs> wow. Hey, why not? If you're, if she's gonna use it, why can't you, right? Oh, and indeed I will. You just fucking wait. I will use my dead child to get elected. Absolutely. That's reasonable. Everybody knows she killed herself, Carly. Everybody <laughs> knows it. You know it, Carly. We can see it in your fat little eyes. We can see Jesus. it in your fat, fat little eyes. Oh, wow. Her fat persona. Her fat eye persona. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Way to, way to fucking just pull it out there, Trump. <laughs> I, uh, I thought Ben Carson had a little trouble. He, he looked like he was having a lot of trouble with his face. You know what I mean? He was like, it, it seemed like he was looking at a viewfinder the whole time. His eyebrows were just moving up and down every. <laughs> there were definitely things floating somewhere just out of his reach. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. he, he looks like, cause like, so this is actually a fairly common thing among musicians is they give you a muscle relaxer or they'll give you a blood thinner so that your hands don't shake when you're playing at like a really big concert. Mm-hmm. But what a lot of people who haven't done that before don't know is it makes you loopy. He looks like he took eight pounds of muscle relaxer because he was like, <laughs> I didn't do well the last time. And then he came out and he was just like, oh, the colors. <laughs> I can taste them. If Jake had been, if Jake had just been like, so what do you think of that? And Carson had been like, I can hear the music. <laughs> Would have been the most sane thing he did all night. And Trump put something in my drink. And that's what really <laughs> fucked me up about this whole debate is that, like, okay, we all saw the last one, and now Carson is at number two. So, like, their candidates are basically polling in reverse order of sanity. Yeah. Pretty close to it, yeah. I, I also enjoyed Chris Christie's opening statement. He did that camera trick. He goes, hey, pan the cameras away from me and look at the audience. That'll Don't look at me, around. I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I'm a monster. <laughs> Did he have his lap band from his surgery around his wrist? <laughs> Nobody thought they could eat that much Ben and Jerry's. It snapped like a twig. Ted Cruz gives a speech that he's given to several people at the bottom of a well. <laughs> um, Donald Trump, who looked, who always looks like a monster, but especially here looked like a shapeshifter who ate a little boy. <laughs> um, just basically is like, I'm a monster. Scott Walker and Fiore both powered on like fucking robots. They were like, Scott Walker, 
three, two, one. <laughs> I am Scott Walker. Fiore was just sort of stood there for 45 minutes just in total silence. No, that was great. Like her, uh, Fiorino, by the way, but her, her whole like campaign thing, she's finally on the, on the grown up stage and it just starts with her staring into the camera and not realizing she's on for like five solid seconds. Right. Fiorina has 10 minutes of silence and then she goes, I'm the only successful woman in the world. <laughs> um, and it's because I'm American. Yes. Someone should tell the German president. The German president's just at home and she's like, oh, come on, guys. Fuck this off. is not cool. All right, fine. We're doing Hitler things again. I doing guess. it again. <laughs> no, no, no. They're not going to acknowledge me. That's it. I kind of look a little like Hitler. Oh, like, if you look at me, you're like, I get it. Girl Hitler. <laughs> Trump, if Trump was on this call, he'd be like, no, I'd fuck Merkel. I'd, I'd, I'd. I'll, fu- I'll fuck anybody you tell me to. I'll fuck him right now. I'll make a funny face. Then we got a question for Mr. Trump directly. Um, Tapper says, uh, Jeb Bush basically calls your entire candidacy a joke. Tell him as best you can why you're not a joke, although we're pretty sure you are. Yeah, and I mean, like, basically, they just went down the line saying, um, so do you think Trump is insane. Does Trump make you nervous? Would you feel safe with Trump and nuclear having nuclear weapons? And basically, they just came around to Trump and said, "So, Trump, you know, do you make yourself nervous?" Because uh, yeah, exactly. This this is a question we're asking everybody. Do you trust you with nuclear weapons? Right, right, <laughs> right. And I love how uh, Jeb Bush treats Trump like the ravenous bug bladder beast of troll. <laughs> He's like, "All right, I'm just not gonna look at him." <laughs> not gonna look at him, can't see him. And indeed, it works on Trump. Trump's like, oh, I can't see him when he go. When he go, I wanted to eat his little face. <laughs> I'm halfway turning into a transformer dummy. <laughs> that's, but I mean, that's the level of shit we're getting out of this fucking debate. And you could tell right away that it was just going to be horrible the whole time. Because they're basically asking, like, uh, Mr. Trump, could your dad beat up Mr. Bush's dad? Uh, uh, yeah. right. Every question was like that. Including the next one. It was for uh, Chris Christie. <laughs> Tapper says, uh, Ben Carson says politicians are fickle. He considers himself an outsider, so he's a better candidate. What's up with that? Are you an insider or an outsider? And, uh, and Christie was like, oh, I'm sure he wasn't talking about me. I'm a Republican in New Jersey. I'm a giant outsider. It's impossible. Yeah, I have no but- idea how I got elected. This is ridiculous. Ben Carson says that politicians should be doctors and business people. Has he ever heard of jobs and what they do? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh fuck! It was that guy was so insane. He was he was fun to watch though. It was kind of like because Ben Carson sort of has this like Mister Rogers, but for supervillain children, you know, like because he's always saying really evil shit, but he's saying it like he's about to put on his slippers. Right, exactly. <laughs> he also says it like like it's a jump out question. Like this is a surprise interview. Someone woke him up in the middle of the night. Right. And they were like, "Hey, what'd you say about Chris Christie?" And he's like, "Whoa, well, um, just give me a minute. I wasn't. I didn't know there were going to be so many people here. They said there weren't going to be cameras. Um, uh, I pass, but the person who I don't like rhymes with Monald Cump." <laughs> At which point Fiorina jumped in with 75% of people think the government is corrupt. 82% of people something something who the fuck knows veterans die. (laughs) 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 Fucking government. They screw over corporations like HP. They can't make enough money. They never make their quarterly expectations. People get fired. This is bullshit. (laughs) It's not fair. (laughs) She memorized a lot of statistics. 
listen, I didn't like having sex in high school, so I was on the debate team, and there was always a Fiorina <laughs> who stood up and was just like, 75% of it, and 35% of it, and 30% of Fuck you, Fiorina. That's why your daughter killed herself. <laughs> She was like, 75% of us want you to go to rehab. And her daughter was just like, meh. <laughs> I considered meth during this debate. Oh, yeah. what it was like to be her daughter. It's probably the third time the printer didn't work. And she was just like, fuck it, some heroin. Some heroin. <laughs> what else are you going to do while you wait for a photo to print for 85 minutes? Oh, no, shit. <laughs> right, so hate to segue away from the dead children thing. Um. Next question, though, it was for Trump asking about uh, Russia and how they're backing Assad now. Asked him uh, what what he's going to do about it. And apparently Trump's plan is that he gets along with people like Putin. He's going to get along with him until we win. I know the secret evil guy handshake. It should be just fine. <laughs> Listen, we... We were, we shared a hooker the other night. It was fabulous. <laughs> right. We choked her to death and then he even let me suck out her last breath. We have a lot in common. It's going to be great. <laughs> but like apparently the Trump doctrine is I would be respected. Now, as silly as that is as foreign policy, like from the least respected human being on earth, it's all the funnier. Yeah, the least respected human being on earth. He acts like he's gonna, oh, me and Putin will just fight like they do in Dune. I'll stab him with my gom jabbar and <laughs> fucking fine. And also, I just want to point out, Fiorina, the only woman on the stage, says that she's gonna give him the silent treatment. She was like, oh, I won't talk to him at all, cause he knows what he did. He knows exactly what he did, and I am not going over this again. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. Take over Syria. I don't even care. <laughs> now, be honest. Do you really care about Syria? No, it's fine. I don't want to talk about it. Piri. This is why your daughter killed herself. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you kill Heath. All right. So, uh, next question was for, um, for Ted Cruz. It's about something Kasich said. Kasich claimed that when Cruz says he's going to rip up the Iran deal on his first day, that's really just playing to the crowd and kind of stupid. And um, and Cruz goes, no, it's not. Nuclear Iran is the biggest threat in the world today. I will tear the diplomatic deal to shreds that's going to try to stop them from becoming a nuclear power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Right. Plan. To which Kasich responds, I've actually read the nuclear deal. And then Cruz was like, no, Obama sent money to terrorists exclusively. <laughs> He put it on their Kickstarter. <laughs> look at this. Okay, hey guys, this is from Bomb Eye, and we're really looking to get a bomb together. And Obama was like, all right, $20. There you go. <laughs> so uh, then they transitioned over to some uh, social issues for a minute. They got Huckabee in there, asked him to talk about the Kim Davis issue and uh, how Bush, so Bush said she broke the law. What do you think? And he started talking about Gitmo detainees and the... Fort Hood beard guy? I'm, I have no yes, idea. Yes, He said that Kim Davis had it worse than the Gitmo detainees. He said that on, and then the fucking crowd cheered. He also said that the SCOTUS made their decision out of thin air. Like, what are decisions made of, bro? I mean, what, like, are they supposed to go and get, like, fucking thetans. some lumber? They're made of thetans, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. Of course. Like, they're all sitting around on the floor throwing ca cards into a hat, and they were like, you guys want to redefine marriage? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I guess so. Whatever. Also, just like, but I love how they use the term redefine marriage. Like all of a sudden it became a tax law. 
Not like all of a sudden <laughs> include a huge percentage of the human population. They keep being like they redefine marriage. You look and you sh- you expect that the re- the Supreme Court now means marriage is now when you and your friend are sharing the same cab. That's what it is now. <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, that redefined marriage. Bad job. <laughs> I agree. Not just other people get to do it too. You don't redefine the club if it now includes everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've redefined America by not making the black people slaves anymore. I would say it's now probably like black people. Uh. <laughs> ben, what do you think? I can taste the wind. As little as possible. I love at one point, uh, Ben Carson says, uh, 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 Jake, could I, could I say something about that? And Jake, like, gives him this, like, I doubt it kind of look. And he's like, hey, you, you can try. try, man. At which point they jump over to Bush, who's supposed to respond to the insane rantings of Cruz. And Bush is just like, yeah, I know I said something. Seems like a reasonable human being. I take it back. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I think so she, sorry. I'm I think so everyone sorry. should be able to wave a magic wand over themselves when they don't want to do their job. <laughs> Policemen could just be like, oh, no, goobity goop. <laughs> and now I don't have to caress those criminals. They, I mean, we need a system in place. We need a system in place where people who sign up to work at Arby's don't have to touch meat or bread or cheese or sauce. <laughs> That's America for you. Everybody not doing their job because their invisible friend told them to. (laughs) And Fiorina, I thought, one-upped everybody when it came to abortion crazy because she doesn't even have to, like, I don't even, like, pretend to like women or whatever. (laughs) Somehow she connected Iran and Planned Parenthood. I, I don't know how. But that's that's where she she's went with it. She's got this fucking rant. Goes, she's like, I had fetuses die face down in the muck so that you <laughs> and I could enjoy this presidential <laughs> library here. It just became completely fucking insane right away. Because very clearly, she did not watch those videos. She's like, when you watch those videos, no, right? and you see a fetus still kicking, <laughs> screaming, <laughs> a four-year-old <laughs> fetus that jumps out and says, "No, mommy, why?" I'm like, hey, lady, this is a con- conversation over a lunch table i didn't watch the videos i never will let me just bring them up on yahoo fuck it's down again. God damn it. my hp pavilion's broken fuck <laughs> yeah she was what a horrible listen when men I, I, maybe this is wrong of me but when when the men on that stage are like Planned Parenthood, yay, cervical cancer. I'm like, great. <laughs> they're misogynists. They're affected by their religion. But when a woman, when a woman goes up there and starts talking about anti-choice, when she just fucking single-handedly stabs every woman in the back, because that's what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be fighting for other women. She talks about how she's a woman and how she represents women. And then on the one time where she's supposed to help her own people that she's fucking riding this wave of. She's like, oh, the baby was kicking and screaming. And then, the, like, the woman pulls it out of her purse at the end of the videos and is like, all right, $20, $20. I got 20 I no, got 25 20 Like, she seated reasonable to Donald Trump on this one. Donald Trump was the only one who was allowed to say anything reasonable about abortion here. Of course, he started talking about Kim Jong-un in the middle of it, but, you know. But it was the most, it was the most reasonable yes, response. Yes, right. <laughs> What do you think about abortion? I'd kill Kim Jong-un. Okay, well, you know. All right, bye. As long as you'd let people have abortions. Right. Because <laughs> you know Trump has let some people have abortions. <laughs> He's probably made some people have some abortions. <laughs> and then we got to another one of my favorite 
moments. Oh, yes. Talking about uh, what Trump said about Carly Fiorina's face. Apparently, he said, you know, look at that face. How could that be president or something like that? So they asked Carly Fiorina, uh, are you indeed that ugly? And would you care to mud wrestle with Donald Trump right You're now? You're right. And uh, she actually she actually had a pretty good answer, I thought. She won with the brevity. She goes, well, I think all the women out there heard exactly what he said just fine. I'm not going to repeat it. And uh, <laughs> she got a big applause line. It's pretty good. And, and Trump's actual way out was to say, no, I'd fuck her. What are you talking about? How can I be sexist if I would fuck her yeah. right now on this stage? <laughs> I'll fuck her in the face right now. She is beautiful. I'll, I'll take beautiful. her over on the plane. It'll be classy. <laughs> be nice. I got one of those spinning beds on the plane. Put on some music. She'll really like it. She'll fall asleep afterwards because what I put in her drink. <laughs> what you got to do is. Um, yeah, I love that Fiorina's answer was basically just like, I'm not angry. I'm hurt. I'm not mad. I'm just, just disappointed. Hurt, and I'm, I'm just... tired. And if, it had, if it had cut over and their couples therapist had been on the other side of the stage, just nodding along with her, I would have been like, oh, I get it. <laughs> They're working their issues out. And from there, they moved it over to the issue of immigration. They started with Donald Trump basically say something horrible about immigrants so we can get some good ratings on this. And boy, didn't he. He said, first of all, he talked about how they all have gangs and he would fight the gangs and then he would bring in the guys that did that wall from Game of Thrones. He would bring them in and then he would, he would genetically engineer some, some moat monsters. It would be, it's going to be awesome. Right, exactly. And then he, he points out he does that thing where he talks about his political gaffe where he called all Mexicans rapists. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and it was turned out that I was right. It turns <laughs> right. out all Mexicans were rapists. If, if you check the facts, <laughs> it turns out that every woman Mexican is a rapist. So at first they were like, oh, someone's doing the raping. What a horrible thing to say about a whole group of people. But then they're like, I don't know. Someone is doing the raping. <laughs> it's me. I'm doing the raping. <laughs> You guys wouldn't even be talking about Mexican rapists if it weren't for me. This is all me. Carly Fiorita what? actually has to jump in and say, I just want to point out that Trump didn't invent xenophobia. We've been doing that shit for years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've always been afraid of people that look different. <laughs> At which point Chris Christie comes in and was like, drones. I want to use the drones. I'll personally volunteer to fly him around. I, I do it a little on the weekend. It's a lot of fun. But, oh, no, I see a Mexican. Pew, 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 pew. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> and then uh, Ben Carson jumped in on this one, too. He starts talking about how he went down to Arizona, Yuma, I guess, and he's near the fence, and apparently the, the cameramen that he was dealing with, these fat cameramen, walked through a hole in the fence. So mm -hmm, yeah. we need less girthy openings in the fence. That's going <laughs> to solve the immigration problem. How terrible is it to be that cameraman? Like you're sitting at home watching it and hey. someone's like, honey, where's you? And he's like, oh, come on. I've been doing eight-minute abs. I've been working on that. I have control issues. <laughs> I've lost 12 pounds. He comes in the next day. Everyone's like, huh, I guess we need Steve-sized hole in the fences. And he's like, guys, come on. The shot I got was fantastic. In my defense, the shot I got was fantastic. <laughs> I gotta say, and I'm, and I apologize to everybody because this is one of those things I think you can't unsee. But Ben Carson squeezes imaginary boobs when he talks. 
Just that in, makes so much more sense. <laughs> if when you watch him speak, just imagine that there's a fat naked woman in front of him and he's encountering it for the first time. He's like 14 and he's getting his first grab a tit or whatever. And all of a sudden, all of his gesticulations make perfect sense. He, the way he pokes his finger into shit <laughs> and he like pounds shit together, he squeezes them together, pushes them into his face once in a while. It all makes sense if you imagine some boobs. <laughs> and would have made it more interesting, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> this was also the part of the night when we got the uh, the showdown between Bush and Trump about Jeb's wife. Yes. Uh -huh. goes, Mr. Bush, Trump talked about your wife. Fight! They're pushing him in. <laughs> right. Apologize to my wife right now. Trump's like, no, I will not. No, I won't apologize for anything I've ever done. But I'll fuck her right I'll fuck Jeb's wife and Carly Fiorina right now. I'll make myself into a sandwich of old saggy vagina. <laughs> I'll jump into those labia and I'll never come out. I'll be like a sandworm from Dune, just jumping from sandy shore to sandy shore. <laughs> Ride the side of my mouth. Oh, shit. That's a disgusting mental image I never will be able to get out of my brain now. <sighs> Now, I, I want to point out, by the way, that up to this point, I don't even believe we've mentioned Marco Rubio's name, which means by default he won this debate. I think, like, whoever <laughs> spoke the least was the default winner of this thing. Yeah, exactly. Rubio was like, maybe if I just stay real, real quiet, I'll win by default. Sort of like those guys, uh, like, the, like the teenagers who hid during the Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. And everyone else starved to death. <laughs> He's trying to do that with the debates. Exactly. And, it and I worked. think it's it working. Worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although he did have to admit to being able to speak Spanish, which was uh, definitely a negative. That's going to be a Downside, bit of a Downside, yeah, because of such a huge applause line Trump got for Speak American Oh, my America. God. It was the biggest fucking applause line of the night. Yeah, and it was, and that joke, that joke that we make, like when I'm doing a fake, I, hey, you're an American, speak American. Everyone in that audience was like, yeah, that is true. <laughs> Everyone who is born here speaks English. Hey, <laughs> why do we call it English? Never mind. And then we got a little talk about uh, Carly Fiorina's record as a uh, an exec. He goes, well, you got fired from HP. And uh, right over there is Donald Trump, who has way more money than you. He's actually maybe successful. What do you think about that? <laughs> she made up a bunch of misleading bullshit stats about how HP actually did okay. And, and then she also brings up, by the way, I, I rigged it. So the guy that fired me just bought a huge ad in the New York Times apologizing for that and endorsing me for president by some strange coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, coincidentally, before this podcast came out, you'll find that in New York Times, my ex-girlfriends have all put a, they've gotten together, put an ad in the New York Times that says they were sorry, that it's not size that matters, it's how it is. And... That uh, that happens to everybody. Get your facts straight. Well, it was it, it's funny though. This is basically like the only time that Carly Fiorita got to talk for an extended period, and they basically the question they gave her is like the only thing we know about that you did was a uh, just epic fucking failure. No question. Just wanted to throw that out there. The rest of the time, basically, Carly Fiorina's contribution to this debate is. I'd like to know the men are talking, but can I? No, you will not shut me down. I'm Chris Christie. Yeah. I'll wrestle you to the ground. I'll lie on top Book of you until you run Biatch. out of air. Read it. No talking in public. Fuck it. Also, before this moment, they had the is your pl is your immigration plan amnesty? Now, for anyone who's not aware, amnesty is just a word Republicans use for 
too nice. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't have like, it's not like a thing. It's not a definitional term that applies to anything. So then everyone had a Wittgenstein's bug moment where it was like, <laughs> well, Cruz defines you as amnesty, so therefore you are. And everyone was like, oh, fuck. I mean, according to a Nietzschean counter logic by its very nature. Oh, God. Literally, everyone was just like, well, I mean, if you call a thing amnesty, which is a term we apply to anything, yeah, it's amnesty. But I mean, like, look, how can you, how can you be against amnesty? Like, amnesty is just being nice. Mercy. Mercy. It's right. basically the word they, the word they, the made up term they chose for too nice is the word we use for mercy and right. helping people who need help. And they're using it to attack each other. He's like, I heard that when people come from the country and they're going to get their faces eaten off, you might help them. No, I would never do that. <laughs> I didn't even help my own daughter. <laughs> Why she's dead, Carly. Maybe you should have taken a few less conference calls. She's a beautiful woman. She's the beautiful woman. I would I would do that after only two beers. And if you thought they were going to be insane, like they they were going to peak on their insanity on immigration, don't worry. We're about to get to tax plans. Right? Yes, exactly. They started out with Huckabee. They go, yeah, talk about your. Your fair tax, the one where we don't tax income anymore at all. And uh, he did. Apparently, that's his plan. We're not taxing income anymore. We're going to tax consumption instead of earnings. It's like he didn't realize he was being dared to, like, uh, fucking torpedo his entire campaign there. And then, of course, they turn to Carson and they're like, can you be even more insane than that? And he says, yes, I can. can. Absolutely. (laughs) You see, taxes are socialism because I'm keeping all the pie for myself. (laughs) I stole this pie off a windsill fair and square and I'm going to eat it in the bushes unless Miss Marjorie Rosen catches me. (laughs) Everyone's a doctor. Dr. Huckabee, doctor, doctor. I'm a doctor. Oh, God, I can taste the air. <laughs> Two tabs of acid, Carson talks again. Right. No, man, they're double-sided. It's okay, I'll be fine. It just kept getting more and more crazy as they went down the line. Christie's at the end of the line. I'm expecting him to say his tax plan involves, like, solving taxes with the bat signal or something. Like, oh, damn it, they've already used all the most crazy shit. Well, I would throw chicken bones and then whoever, and they have to pay taxes that year. And then, did I mention how much everyone hates me? Everyone, I can't walk around New Jersey without someone trying to hit me with their car. <laughs> Actually, I'm Scott Walker and people hate me a lot more. Oh! <laughs> Literally try to kill me as well, as I well deserve. I took money from teachers, but I'm just going to say the word union. <laughs> I defunded plan. Pa- I cut taxes. I- I Ronald cut Reagan hates me more. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan's balls were so round, y'all. They were like planets. The gravity had just rounded them off. Just quick for the record, by the way, Ronald Reagan raised taxes a bunch of times. Just well, throwing it out. There. He closed loopholes, sir. Which one am I again? <laughs> Ronald Reagan, I was in a, in a video with a monkey. <laughs> I kind of smell like Ronald Reagan over here. I, I've, I've been told before that I smell, I have a similar body odor to Ronald Reagan. The only Reagan. thing that Carly Fiona, Fiorina has in common with Ronald Reagan is the death of her daughter. Oh, God. <laughs> God. I gotta say, by the way, 
This is a depressing moment for the field. Donald Trump was the clear voice of reason for the, the tax section of yeah. the discussion. That he actually said something reasonable. I'm going to tax yeah. the middle class less and rich people more. I know, I know all these people, these hedge fund guys. They're going to be pissed. Whatever. I'm, I'm doing it. Oh, my God, guys. We're going to all vote for Donald Trump by the end of this. <laughs> I don't know. I think he makes some really good points. I mean, look at her face. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, from there, they decided to get Rubio and Trump into the mix battling each other about um, how Rubio said that Trump's not qualified because he didn't know a bunch of Arab names on, on a list, I guess. Or just in general, he doesn't know about foreign policy enough was, yeah. was the thing. Mm -hmm. At which point Rubio was like, please, ask him any question about anything. Yeah. Ask, ask anything. Any, any Stop question. putting yeah. this on me. Just say words. <laughs> say words where he would have to know a thing. That he wasn't allowed to pull his phone out and fucking Try Google. It. It. And you will be, And there will be proof of it. And instead, Trump was like, I don't know, there was a bunch of names on there like Haji and Gujgu and Muhammad. A lot of those guys are named Muhammad. What do you guys? want for my life? I want to be president. And then he promises to be less stupid by the time he's elected. That I will hire such small people. Can you name any of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> really? Jeb Bush has a whole list. Can I have his? No. That's not how it works, Donald. <laughs> and none of his are smart. At which point, Trump has that weird moment just to jump back where he's like, hey, he didn't know anything. Trump's like, oh, no, he apologized. Remember when you apologized? You said I was the best interview ever. And the guy's just like, yes, Donald, I did. Oh, I'm on TV. <laughs> good for me. On TV. Good for me. And he goes, it's because you pronounced the name wrong. He's yeah. like, okay, Donald, too far. All right, fine. But you said I was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, Donald Trump told us about a lot of people who think he's amazing as the night wore on. And then they uh they move over to Jeb Bush again. They uh they ask him about his military policy. Jeb, you're clearly putting your brother's band back together. Your military policy is going to be completely fucked um since you picked the exact same advisors. Would you like to talk about that a little bit? And uh No, I wouldn't. He had a lot no. of trouble distancing himself from No, I would like to tell you that the 1990s bro. was 30 years ago and the world was safer in the 80s. <laughs> like he, he has this of course he has this great applause line that he gets when he's like I'll tell you one thing about my brother he kept us safe everybody's cheering and so they don't hear him go except for 9-11 that was pretty that was pretty bad a lot of, bad, lot of right. people died and then Christie comes in that was my fault I did that and then <laughs> you know in New Orleans and then the, all the people who needlessly died in Iraq but everybody else like the people in this room he, he kept he kept safe he kept all of us safe and then Bush tries to take Bush talks about how he's going to take out ISIS and at which point Trump and Carson agreed on something and Trump tried to high five him but Carson was too high to do it so he just <laughs> grabbed his hand and shook it back and forth like they were hugging and can I point out by the way that, that Jeb Bush gets to the end of a sentence about as often as the dude it was bizarre like everything just sort of trailed off and then he's like are we still talking about fuck well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeb Bush, 2016. <laughs> that's just your opinion, man. I, I, and then, of course, Chris Christie takes that opportunity to talk about 9-11 really slowly. And yeah. also, apparently, he endorses a minority report approach to law enforcement. Did anyone else get? He's like, I'm for. Yeah. It's like I'm for arresting people before they commit to crime. Where's that bald chick that Tom Cruise liberated? She's around here somewhere, and she. I'll put a lady in a pool. Is that what it is? You just put everyone in a pool, and then you they three tell you who's going to commit crimes. Mm -hmm. They all said it was the black people. 
and then he, he has this, he has that amazing moment where he says, Bush came to us and he said, never again. And it's like, yeah, man, how about you, mom, you fucked up, not never again. Why did you need someone to tell you no more 9-11s? Right. Oh, well, that ruins our policy. Come on, we were one for one. It was my first day and I knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Great, we need a whole new plan now. No, put those... Put those plane plans away. Apparently, he doesn't want any more of those. <laughs> and then the most depressing moment of the night, I think, when Rand Paul came in and said, I would not start a bunch of new wars for no reason. And everybody's boo, like, fuck boo, off. Boo. Fuck off. Boo, you start more. I'll start a war with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, uh, we have uh, Kasig coming in to let us know that uh, what we really need to understand is that all of these wars have one cause, and he was gonna say it and he didn't. He, he pretty much said it, but he almost, he didn't. Which is that the reason why we're so much better and all these other countries are so terrorist is because we have Jewish and Christian principles, right. and they have Muslim principles. <laughs> <laughs> so close. I was just like, oh. <laughs> Oh, you're so close to saying it, C.J. Whirlaman. Come on, bring it up. <laughs> it's because they're meh, meh. It's because they're meh, meh. <laughs> And he saved himself with murderers and rapists, I think. Yes. That was right. exactly. This is an escape line. The thesaurus right there. <laughs> and then uh, Fior- Fiorina comes out with her uh, budget for the military. Okay, so we need 56 battalions. She's like a shopping list. She pulls out of the dress. <laughs> 56 battalions. So, oh, and one of those tank things. You know, the tanks that roll the ground. She had clearly memorized all these stats, but they're trying to move on because only uh, Bush, Rubio, and Trump get to finish sentences in this particular debate. And so she's shouting over. I'm like, I didn't memorize these stats for nothing, motherfuckers. We have 982,000 <laughs> planes. We have 263,000 <laughs> artillery units. <laughs> I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. <laughs> Any minute now. And then we get to talk about legalized weed for a little while. And uh, if now it's it's not getting sane from here in case you were uh, uh, yeah, afraid Rand that it Paul might. Rand Paul says the only sane opinion on the subject and then goes home. Well, but the, no, no, no. I I don't want to give him too much credit either because before the end of it, he's throwing out a bunch of pseudoscience nonsense and what? you can cure AIDS with marijuana and shit. So like he had the most sane answer, but there was still some insanity in it. Yeah, I'll take what I can get. Right. He basically right. was like, let's not go into Colorado and just start randomly arresting people. Uh-huh. And then Bush was like, I smoked pot, so I want to talk about heroin. Because I can't, because <laughs> obviously if I talk about the fact that I smoked pot, then pot doesn't murder you. So I want to talk about heroin. Which point Christy uses gateway drug because apparently <sighs> he caught up on his reading on a fucking dare program. Just like, okay, <laughs> five, yeah. So they put rat poison in all the ecstasy and, uh, and you got to dare to resist drugs. Got it. All right. Hey, everybody. At which point Rand Paul, and listen, there's lots of good arguments for legalization. Rand Paul does the terrible libertarian troll argument of, oh, well, if you're against marijuana, I guess you want to take it away from the babies whose cancer it'll cure. A, no, it won't. And B, that's not what he's saying. <laughs> right. So you, there's, you have an argument against legalizing marijuana, which is that it doesn't fucking matter and it's no one's goddamn business. Right. It and that's the libertarian fucking cancer. answer. Yeah. 
You don't need, you don't, it doesn't need to cure the cancer of babies for weed to be legal. <laughs> right. We have lots of shit that's not good for you, but it's none of anyone else's fucking business. And that's a fine answer. Oh, well, if it was up to Chris Christie, he would come in and take away this miracle from the children. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and then, like, basically every one of them admitted to smoking pot, wasn't it? And, 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 like, but yet they're still, oh, well, you can't smoke pot and, 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 and do anything good with your life. Because, well, I mean, we didn't. I, I guess, you know, it's, it's 11 for 11 on stage here. Um, but I also loved when Bush, uh, he, you know, because Bush kind of got called out for saying he'd smoked weed before or whatever. And he says, like, I notice, I'm sure a lot of my stage mates have smoked weed as well. And he very clearly looks as away from the black guy as he can when he says that. He wanted to make <laughs> he that very clear. He straight up into the air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just, I'm saying someone whose name doesn't rhyme with Barson. <laughs> Not, not him. I'm not talking about the not black guy. <laughs> Talk about talking about someone else. Then he used the drug laws of Florida as a good thing, oh, which is a right. We have all sorts of stuff going on in Florida. The other day, a woman sold her baby for meth. I mean, my state's kind of like hell, but hotter. I don't know. Why did we talk about my state again? This is not a good thing. No. no. <laughs> Especially when the next question is about gun rights. Yeah, yeah. They, they gave Bush another question. Basically, uh, should we be allowed to take weapons away from completely insane people like we do here in California? No. And he goes, well, maybe. Well, no. Really slowly. Really <laughs> slowly. They should be able to kill three or four people in okay, between. Okay, put it down, boom, boom. I know you're Jesus, but can you hand me the semi-automatic? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I, I love the answer is should, should mentally ill people, should someone be able to call and go take away my crazy son's gun? And he was like, tricky one. That's a tricky one. Cause on the one hand, what if he really wants his gun? <laughs> and on the other hand, all the mass shootings. It's weird, you know, 50 50. I don't know which way to go. At which point Marco Rubio jumped in and was like, I've never heard of England. Because criminals are criminals and they'll always be criminal. There are no examples of any countries that have gotten rid of guns successfully. No, I've never heard of Germany. One. I've never heard of Japan. I've never heard of Australia or Canada. <laughs> no, just just Peru. Yeah, <laughs> just us and Peru. And Cuba. And, and Cuba. Right, 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 of course. My grandfather, he came over from Cuba. <laughs> and then we get to some uh, climate change talk. Uh. They, uh, they asked Rubio... Why he won't follow Reagan's plan of taking out an insurance policy on climate change, or basically, why are you completely denying it? To which he said, well, maybe you rich California assholes can afford that. Like, he was trying to get booed <laughs> off stage. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's too expensive to save the planet. America is not a planet. <laughs> or on the planet? <laughs> I kept wanting him to be like, America's got nothing to do with America, what happens on Earth. All right? <laughs> I don't know about you, but Planet Rubio's doing just fine. <laughs> Cuba! And if you thought that the climate change denialism was uh, was going to be the worst thing that you had to suffer through, no, because we were about to get to vaccines and autism. Oh, I shit you not, brutal. they actually literally then went to vaccines and autism. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I screamed at my, <laughs> so I, to, for just, I want to give everyone a picture here. 
I, because I was doing this thing again, I was like, oh, guys, we should, and they were like, yeah, let's do it. So I called all my buddies. I called all my buddies, went over to my friend's house, and we were like, we're going to watch this together, and it was fun, and every time, making jokes, we'd pause it and laugh, and la, 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 and then this question came out, and, because here's the thing, I will make fun of everything, but anti-vaccine is so fucking not funny to me, because it's babies. Because it's right, babies. Yes. I Kill love when babies. Christians hurt Small themselves. Children, yeah. It's hilarious. It's like fat people falling down. I'll take it all day. <laughs> but this is fucking babies. So it just got totally fucking silent in my friend's apartment as everyone just watched me watch this. <laughs> like watching your gay friend see his homophobic uncle talk. That's when it was like, they just watched me watch it. And it just started screaming, you're a doc. Because listen, yeah. Ben Carson's a piece of shit. He wants to be president. Great. He'll say whatever he wants. But he's a fucking doctor. He had a chance. Two doctors. We had two yes. doctors Paul, on stage. Man, Paul too, exactly. And they had one chance. He had one fucking chance to go, I'm a doctor. He's wrong. Don't kill your babies. And he didn't. He was just like, well, different strokes for different yes. folks, I guess. And I was just, I was just screaming and just, just a, you're just a fucking doctor. And then everyone was like, well, I don't know. Maybe we could let everyone choose what time it is to get your fucking vaccine. Because uh, it's so big. The shot is so big. It looks like it's for a horse. I know about vaccines. A baby can't drink that much water. I've tried to make a baby drink water. They hate water. And they really hate scotch. And I was just like, who the fuck? You're a doctor. You're a doctor. You have a chance. This is a moment where you cannot just be the black guy who's like, well, Herbert and Hop, who? You could actually have come in and been like, that's fucking crazy talk. Don't kill your babies. Don't give your babies milk leg. There's no such thing as too much vaccine. Isn't the only way there's such a thing as too much vaccine is when you literally just accidentally run into a baby with a vaccine it's already got. It. <laughs> like you drop a, it's a baby. It's like Daredevil style. If a truck swerves to not hit an old man and then it falls on to a baby, that's too much vaccine. And instead we get a fucking book recommendation from Rand Paul. Well, you should read That's Sizzle right. Sticks. I don't know if you're free this weekend. Put it on your book club list instead of, oh my God, save the babies. By the way, no one addressed the measles outbreak. It was like, oh, because of all this crazy talk, everyone has measles again. In this measles. state. In the state they were doing the debate in. This is like someone being like, oh, because everyone no longer believes in eye sockets, mastodons come back and keep <laughs> spearing a bunch of babies. They'd be like, wow, isn't that from the past? Shouldn't we not have that anymore? Oh, no, it's fine. Different strokes for different folks for different ways of going. That's And then Huckabee's answer, I'm like, great, Huckabee. At least say something funny and Christian, and he just goes, I'll cure cancer. And I'm like, yes, cancer and diabetes. Cure, I'll cure heart disease, a category of health problems. Yeah. He was basically like, I'll cure stomach aches. Oh. <laughs> the GOP debate brought to you by Gwyneth fucking Paltrow. It was unreal. Yeah, exactly. hey, everybody, you just need macrobiotic cheesecake. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> you put a finger on either side of your cheeks and push upwards, and then you look like one of them. One side and push. That's great. And then from the homicidal advice section, they went on to some lighthearted questions. And the first one was Who should go on the new $10 bill if Which they change it? Was essentially the question here was Can any of you name a famous woman that isn't Susan B. Anthony or Rosa Parks? And most of them could oh. not. 
Nope. The answer is no. <laughs> no. The answer is no. And, and even when someone else had said that name, they were like, fuck, he took the good one. Right? <laughs> uh, Rosa Parks, the way dude. the candidates answered this question was to consult their fucking pocket change. They were like, okay, <laughs> Susan B. Anthony, that penny's dark, so Rosa Parks. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I love how um, they are all jumping all over Rosa Parks, you know, and, um, you know, she served on the board of Planned Parenthood, I do believe. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, deal, oh, yes. no, we're not, not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I had to think, like, of all the terrible choices they had, like Mother Teresa, that was John Casey. Oh. That was that was worse. Oh, uh, sadists. Yes. Oh, that's good. Dear diary, children keep asking for pain medication. G- good thing Jesus didn't have any morphine. Tweedledoom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a saint. Uh, we then we got Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Yep. Aside from being a horror, he's not an American. Right. And then he, he admitted that. You know, I, a lot of people have been like, knew oh, that. Yeah. for an American woman. He was like, now nah, I know this wouldn't go through. Yeah, it wouldn't fucking go through. We're not going to put on Mao Zedong either. <laughs> I don't know, just people my dad got along with. And also, how fucking crazy when people named people that they knew. Yeah, like their what moms a, and shit. You're this right. is not a beauty pageant. Who's someone you look up to? Well, my mother is a Christian and someone No, you name a famous American woman to prove that you're not an ignorant misogynist. Oh, you are? Great. At which point Fiorini couldn't think of a woman. No! <laughs> She was like, I think all women matter. What? My daughter. She's dead. Can I use her? I was hoping we'd get at least one more dead daughter joke. Uh, and let's Check. not forget Chris Christie's choice, which was Mrs. Buttersworth and Aunt <laughs> Wendy. Wendy from the burger place. Not old Wendy, though. Young Wendy. Not when she looks like Dave in a wig. That's gross. To let herself go. <laughs> Do some cardio. Jesus. <laughs> and then we got our second uh, lighthearted question. And I, this was like, this question was conceived by somebody thinking, well, you know, Eli, Noah, and Heath are probably going to break this one down again. So we want to give them something good to close <laughs> on. <laughs> and they did. They went with secret service code names. What would they asked secret? everyone what they wanted for their secret service code name. And Christy starts it off by going, true heart. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck that. Triple first bypass. He acknowledges, first he acknowledges that his code name would be Chunks. <laughs> He's just like, well, <laughs> there's a moment with him in the audience where everyone in America was like, fatty. Your name would be fatty because you're a big fatty fat fat. And you go, and then... Cause, cause the meanest thing we were all thinking was not as mean as true heart. <laughs> what a fucking nerd. Listen, I have friends who are LARPers and that's someone who comes to a LARP once. They're like, I'm true heart. Get the fuck yeah, out right. of here. True heart away. No. Brings his own chain mail with him. Get the fuck out of here. Should have been Jarvik artificial heart. Yeah, there yeah, you exactly. go. Triple bypass. Yeah. <laughs> Then Kasich made a I'm a piece of shit joke. He was like, I would be unit one, but my wife's like, you're a number two. I'm a I'm a piece of shit. This <laughs> is the only one that had a penis reference. In. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I forgot about Bush. And then Fiorina went with Secretariat. I uh, was like, you know, because my face is long. I look like a horse and I was a secretariat <laughs> like a of a dead child. Yeah. Because <laughs> I killed my daughter. <laughs> And we had uh, Scott Walker went with Harley because yeah. apparently he rides my. Um, ben- never prayed so hard for a motorcycle accident. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I know that a lot of people who drive for a living 
if you, I want you now, every time you see a biker, I know you've been doing the move over law and that's great. <laughs> I want you to look and see if it's Scott Hawker and then you take one for the goddamn thing. <laughs> you, you go easy rider on that insurance shit. Is like, you run him down and then you back all 16 wheels over him. <laughs> Do it for a teacher. <laughs> and then Rand Paul, in the spirit of not understanding anything, goes, Justice never sleeps. And it's like, no, a code name, not your fucking, not your fucking superhero credo. <laughs> justice never sleeps. No, no, what do we call you? Sleep no more, Justice. <laughs> what was the question? I don't belong here. I think Bush is, um, uh, Nickname was what Vi- Viagra or something like that that he wanted. <laughs> ever to ready, Alice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever ready, ever ready. And of course, H- Huckabee used the opportunity to let everyone know he kills things. <laughs> he wants to be <laughs> Duck, Duck Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> Just the lowest. Uncle Cy. I'm Uncle Cy. Yeah, call me Uncle Cy. <laughs> and then we got the closing question, and it was. How will the world be different when you leave office? That was everybody's. Well, that's what they asked. But what everybody on the on the fucking stage heard is how awesome were Reagan's balls, huh? I mean, they were so like (laughs) you could calibrate scientific instruments with those motherfuckers. They were so round. You know those little meditation (laughs) things? I hear that's what those are based on. (laughs) Nobody had those in China until they saw Ronald Reagan's balls. Then they were all like, oh. (laughs) They actually have a yin yang on them. Constantly yeah. cupping them forever. <laughs> uh, so Huckabee's answer, of course, was abortion is like slavery. Yes, exactly. <laughs> At which point Ben fainted like a 1900 Southern woman. <laughs> oh, I do declare. <laughs> Someone grab me a mint julep and a fan. Cruz said that America is not to be trifled with. You do not want a president who uses the right. terms not to be trifled with. <laughs> In the Venn diagram of things that fucking Sam, Yosemite Sam says and things <laughs> my president says, I want two separate circles. <laughs> two separate circles. <laughs> and then uh, Fiorina kicked into this just bizarre, Insanity. like when she was vomiting patriotism Nicole kind of a thing. soliloquy about Lady Justice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that just eventually turned into the Pledge of Allegiance at some point. She's like, and to the Republic, uh, as I walk through the valley of... I Shadow. killed my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Heath cannot get enough of the dead daughter shit. Like, every time you go back to the well on the dead oh daughter... Oh my god, yeah, she's a terrible mother. That's hilarious. <laughs> what a bad mom. <laughs> I'd run this country as well as I ran my daughter's recovery. <laughs> Not at all dead in a hotel room in Las Vegas. Wait, what? Oh, the mic's on. <laughs> uh, Christy got in a little Reagan plug in there, too. He goes, I turned 18 when Reagan was first. I voted for Reagan. The very first moment I got a chance to vote. Reagan, Reagan. Reagan, <laughs> Reagan, Reagan. I teabagged it, him. Christy has sort of a universal technique of being like, the day after something happened, something terrible happened. Vote for me. <laughs> That's his day formula. Day after I got elected, 9-11. Day after I turned 18, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah, by the way, he was not appointed to be a federal attorney the day before 9-11. No, That's no, incorrect. he was not. No. 
That's complete <laughs> horseshit. It's just completely incorrect. Like four wrong. months later. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. He's just completely making that shit up. And it's like obvious. It's like very easy because it's all a matter of public records. So. <laughs> right. You can't trick people about that. Yes, you can, apparently. Yeah. He tried. Yeah. I, I wrote that Fiorina did her best patriotism slam poetry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the patriotic colors red white and they are blue yeah yeah okay. it was it was painful <laughs> uh carson said i hope i sound logical no you don't no no <laughs> you don't sound or look logical and then trump of course finished us off with everything will be great america will be great i'm honored to be here <laughs> i turned this into a terrible screaming match slash clown car i'm honored to be here still winning still winning <laughs> suck it Hijacking both parties. What does it. that say about you assholes? Oh, he's a fucking Democratic sleeper cell. <laughs> yeah, he is. What if he's just a brilliant Democratic sleeper cell? Oh, he, this might be genius. Absolutely. If that comes out, then all of a sudden I will forgive Trump for every horrible thing I think about him and love him forever. If that, if, if it actually came out that this like was his plan, he was just trying to torpedo the entire fucking Republican nomination process. That's okay. Winning. And he's just super well spoken. Like he comes out yeah. and he's like, I don't believe any of this shit I said on Celebrity Apprentice. What a stupid idea. But I just kept a Republican from being president. Look, we got Bernie Sanders. Isn't he great? Look at the little Jew go. Everything's about money. All right, Bernie, you're doing great. All right. I'm going to go be a billionaire. There's no such thing as consequences. Go fuck yourself. By the way, I'm bald. He rips off his hair. I'm bald. People go bald. What do you want? People lose their hair. You think I didn't know? Listen, mission accomplished, people. Go fuck yourself. This is my long plan. That person who who I pretend is my daughter, that's my girlfriend. I've been fucking her. I'm going to keep fucking my daughter now. All right. Well, I think we got a good idea of what all the candidates sound like when they're involved in a middle school argument. So that mm -hmm. was nice. Yeah. It's important. Goes to that leadership question. So great job by CNN doing... Nothing whatsoever to control the debate. That You're word. no Megyn yeah. Kelly. Democracy is robust as ever. <laughs> so uh, for No Illusions and Eli Bosnick, I am Heath Enright, and this was the Skeptocrat GOP debate special number two. Hope to be back real soon for another round of Insanity. And that's going to do it for episode 26. Hell yeah. Thanks to No Illusions, Lucinda Illusions, and Eli Bosnick for Hell all yeah. their talent, faith, and good works. Many thanks as well to all the listeners that liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Word up. Please keep doing that. Please keep oh, yeah. telling your friends, and please keep listening. Hype man. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming... Please feel free to send us gifts of money at our money. donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Oh, yeah. Just like Jonathan, Chimera, Tyler, Mo Cowbell, Craig, Jimmy, Dave, Chrissy, Recovering Gringo, Seth, Lee, and Rachel Loves Eli, whose magically delicious genitalia are being considered as the inspiration for a special edition of Lucky Charms. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our podcast award-winning sister show, The Scathing Atheist, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or directly from scathingatheist.com. And if you want more Eli Bosnick inside of you, 
check out the new show, God Awful Movies, also available on iTunes starting Tuesday, and happily accepting generosity at patreon.com slash godawful. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to the guy who did not invite me to his bar mitzvah, Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. I'm not bitter at all. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Drafts on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. She killed her daughter. (laughs) 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 No, don't turn away from the mic now. You're losing great shit. Oh, shit. Lycos, whatever the fuck she was in charge of.